Welcome to the Unpacked Project. We're your hosts. I'm Noelle. And I'm Miranda. We're here to explore all things social justice. It's through casual conversations, interviews, and storytelling that we hope to inspire others to take action towards a more compassionate and equitable world. Because honestly, it kind of sucks here sometimes. (laughs) For real. We can do better, people. All right. Let's start unpacking. Hey, Noelle. Hi, Maria. <laughs> hey, everybody. So we are back with our final episode this season. Um, and really, we've covered a lot from extremism and the alt-right, white nationalism and white Christian identity, and the role society, social media has played in spreading false information to peace building and how we combat hate at the community level. We've covered a lot, like I said, in just eight short weeks. And while vastly different from season one, we've continued to build upon the whys and the hows of structural racism in America and the ways that it continues to inform and influence lives differently. Yeah, I mean, this season really taught us the importance of understanding those very nuances between extremist groups you know, information that better tells us how to engage in counterterrorism work to dismantle these entities. So we talked about mainstream media, the need for, um, Lisa, you know, mentioned the fair, fairness doctrine to end opinion-based journalism, fake news, um, you know, so many things that are affecting society right now. And, you know, then we talked to Damon, the role of Christianity has played within white nationalism. And then most importantly, you know, just kind of exploring within these narratives that communities can band together to fight hate. You know, the systemic racism, bigotry, like really at a local level, just trying to empower communities to know that we can do this together. So, you know, it's it's really a hope that we hold for all communities one day, a part of why we're doing this podcast. So I think it was great that we ended with Patrice, that she really had that message after we did so much learning this season. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and it was so easy just listening to her. Um, mm-hmm. She's such a storyteller. And I think, you know, we kind of ended... Um, well, we, we tried to infuse that into season one as well, like these actionable steps, which I kind of talked about right. in that interview with Patrice as well. Um, and like you said, really, it's that hope amongst others that drives us to do this work every day. Uh, we work to dismantle white supremacy through education, dialogue, and providing actionable steps towards an anti-racist and really an equitable world. But we also can't continue to do this without support from our community, right? We talk about that mm-hmm. often. Next season, we're moving towards a no season kind of vibe, uh, <laughs> where we can just really focus more on current issues. That's something that I know we've talked about getting into. It'll also give us the ability to go live more often and really just talk about current issues, um, cover more information within racial and social justice, and most important to us, build our equity, diversity, and inclusion trainings. So we, as we continue to grow, Noel and I ask if at any point you've appreciated our podcast, the content, the interviews, um, or simply if you just want to show us love, that you donate through our Venmo, which is at The Unpacked Project, or you click the link in our Instagram bio at the underscore the, <laughs> the underscore unpacked project so that'd be super helpful as we continue this work so thank you no one would believe how many times we've re-recorded our intro over that the the (laughs) the underscore unpacked project damn it it's wrong again shit you can't like once i remember something wrong like that's it you know i know and then we continue making the mistakes um no but yeah i mean the need for you know more education and resources is really important especially the world that we're living in today, you know, honestly reflects that, you know, people are out there and consuming all of this information on social media um, and in the news. And it's like, how do you navigate these really important things that are happening? 
um, you know, with another mass shooting that happened in Indianapolis. We have the murders of Dante Wright, Adam Toledo, like all in this week. Um, you know, there's just been so much that's happening. It's so overwhelming. And, you know, just on the heels of everything right now, really needing to get facts out there, resources out there, showing people like what we can do to show up um, and just be a part of doing this work. So, you know, I can't help but go back to the stats that we shared in the beginning of Lisa's interview from her article, QAnon and Mass Digital Radicalization, Peace Building in the American Insurgency. Um, I'm going to actually read them again because I think that it's just important for us to reflect on them again. So according to a Reuters poll, 13% of the U.S. population supported the siege at the Capitol. And I think like also just kind of thinking about this kind of juxtaposition to all these arguments of our black and brown people that are being shot and killed for not complying or these ridiculous arguments that people, you know, try to justify this, these horrific things that are happening. Yeah. Um, well, and and as a side have, note, oh, sorry. I read yesterday, I think it, yesterday was the hundredth day since the siege. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's like, how much, how far have we come since then? Or really how many steps have we taken backwards? You know? No, well, that's what I feel yeah. like it is. I'm just like, I mean, we know these things have been happening. Right. But I'm just like, every day I wake up and I'm like, what is going on? Like, this yeah, feels it's, like, yeah. um, it's just so overwhelming. So, um, so that one, so, and then the other one, as of September, 2020, nearly 60% of Republicans reportedly believed in QAnon, um, including newly elected members of Congress. Mm -hmm. Uh, in August, the Wall Street Journal reported that the first five months of the COVID-19 pandemic saw a 600% increase in membership in the 10 largest QAnon Facebook groups. Um, and I also just think of like what you just posted about how many hate groups yep. um, exist right now. And while it might be decreasing, just like how much is, is going on out there um, in terms of hateful movements and even what mm -hmm. Patrice mentioned about how the underreporting is going on for hate crimes. Yeah. Like we don't even what we see is not even this much of it. Either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. And I had been reading that, um, I think, you know, because they're, they're going through the trials right now for um, the Capitol attack. And mm -hmm. what they're finding is actually a lot of the folks um, that they arrested and have been charged are like from cities that typically voted for Biden. Yeah. And so we think of these like uh, metropolitan areas that are more diverse, cultured, kind of open or liberal or at least mm -hmm. skewing liberal. And, you know, it's like it's everywhere. Right. Like someone had just responded to that post you just talked about and was like, even in California, there's hate groups. Like, I'm so surprised. And there is a ton in the Bay Area. You know, it's like one of the most liberal places in the country. Like it's everywhere. Hate is everywhere. And it's infused in everything that we do our lives completely. And I think just people really need to understand the severity of it and how deep it runs, you know. Yeah. Well, and if we're not doing this work, you know, some of one of our episodes was just kind of like hiding in plain sight, right? Like these, yeah. these yeah. groups that exist that are out there um, that are either like blending or, um, you know, we're just not paying attention um, mm -hmm. and they're getting these passes with, yeah. with what's happening. Um, and I think the more we can empower communities to, to kind of be more sensitive and more aware of what's mm -hmm. happening, then then hopefully we can start making the change. I know that's that's a lot of what we're here for, right? That's, yeah. These are a lot of the reasons why we're doing this work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I'm just reminded of something that we discussed with Damon actually recently. It really hit home for me, you know, the need to, to really start shifting how we have these conversations about yeah. extremism and the need to start paying more attention to how just like regular ass people with these kind of, you know, these white nationalist beliefs get the privilege of being ignored. 
because yep. they're maybe not out there storming the Capitol or blowing up buildings. Um, you know, and so I just remember talking about this at the, I think it was the beginning of the season, you know, when I said that like white people sort of detach from this sort of thing. And it's yeah. like, well, if I'm not in the KKK, I'm not racist. Like I'm not that bad. Um, you know, and, and Damon really mentioned how these extremist groups can distract us, you know, yeah. from that everyday racism that exists. These, he talked about these colonial beliefs, right, that yeah. people walk around with that are extremely damaging mm -hmm. and obviously systemically oppressive. Yeah. Well, so I was like, yes, you know, yeah. like, I yeah. remember him saying it's just yeah. like I'm done with white people getting passes and yeah. I'm done with us um, kind of even if you're not partaking in some of the the overt racism that's happening. Yeah. I've said this in many episodes before, but I feel like if you're silent, you're complicit. Like it's just, yes. Yes. if we're not standing up to it, you're a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, I could think back to when I literally got goosebumps to when Damon was discussing how we would he would reimagine doing this work. And he started off by saying that we all need to start with listening, which yeah. I, I mean, I value, obviously as like yeah. a psychologist, right? Like yeah. part of my job yeah. is listening, but I think it's really important to like tune in to what's being said and the content yeah. of what people are saying on both sides, like not yes. just I mean, when yes. I agree with it. Yeah. But on both, all sides of it. Um, so let's just practice listening <laughs> and let's, let's take a listen back to what he said. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, th I think it starts with listening, uh, listening to those people who are most affected by uh, the, the history of racism, the way that that racism has been institutionalized and the rhetorics that normalized those racist practices in our institutions and render them invisible to people who don't feel their effects. So, uh, for example, I was in a discussion about diversity training. And I was struck that uh, that you had people being polled saying this is something that we need in our institution. And then uh, directly somebody who is a part of the institution saying, I really need you to hear me when I talk about these things, that this is needed. And I was struck about how little impact that seemed to have because some in the institution maybe had a different perspective, which is totally fine. But I think you know, it's a, it's an ethical question, and I get this from Judith Butler's uh, uh, giving an account of oneself, that the fundamental ethical question is not what you're comfortable with in the sense of like, what am I, what can I do, but what you're willing to risk. The big ethical question is, are you, are you willing to risk all the things that you thought were being unraveled and engaging with the need of someone who's saying, I'm hurting and I need help? So, you know, when I listen to that, I'm just like, this is why I'm doing this. Like, I felt like he, he summarized so well and eloquently, like what I've always kind of thought, especially for white people, you know, like what, what are you willing to risk? What are you willing to challenge and stand up for? Um, when you hear and you really listen especially, like I said, thinking of this week, right? And all these things, I mean, we talk about George Floyd, but there's just so many instances yeah. of of this violence. Um, and like, what don't people get? Like, I don't get what we're still having this conversation about. It just blows my mind and it just makes me want to do this work even more. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, as I always say, we write our scripts, right? So I'm in here reading your your notes and I'm like, oh my God, just the <laughs> fact that people don't get it, right? Like it yeah. just, it 
it drives me crazy to my core, you know, and especially mm -hmm. there's been so much right now with um, like school districts and schools pushing back on like critical race theory yep. and like anti-racism anti being taught in schools. And so I definitely share your sentiment. It's like, you know, even on Instagram, right, in, in needing to listen to both sides, we follow folks from the other side, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, what are the conversations that they're having? What are the political views that they have? What do they care about? You know, because really it's not just this right and left, right? It's a continuum, it's a spectrum and people right. fall all across it, right? And so I think it's important, like you said, um, really to listen to the other side. And so, you know, so many of our interviews really have, and it's funny that you kind of said that, so many of our interviews really have touched on listening. It's been like a theme, I've kind of realized, between season one and season two. <laughs> so Patrice, you know, she just talked about it um, in our last episode from Not In Our Town. She mentions racism and bigotry being a public health issue and that the harm is understudied. And so when we get it out in the open in our communities, when we make a place uh, and we say not in our town, that we stand for safe, inclusive communities, when we begin that process of building a set of shared values in our town, then and like and then you start taking these steps, right? And you really start listening to people about what that means, what's unsafe for people, what are the places that are unsafe, you know, what does that look like, right? Because oftentimes we just don't know. Um, you know, I recall back to our first episode with Dr. Williams, hey, Ashley. Um, <laughs> And so she spoke of listening to early educators um, if we're wanting to learn what actually works best for our young children. And then Dr. Brutus, she mentioned giving voice to and listening to immigrant families to find out what their hurdles, like what hurdles schools are putting in place. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily intentionally, but just because there's a language barrier, they just don't know, right? Um, and so giving people voice and listening, right? Um, it all boils down to that. And so like for me, that's why it's so important to continue this work because we have something, really, we, we have something important to say. And I think a lot of people have been very receptive to that and they know that they, they need to be listening. Um, you know, so back, kind of related, but back to the Damon quote, uh, we often talk about, okay, so all these things, we're listening, but then what are we doing, right? Mm -hmm. And so yeah. we come across education resources daily, you know, we learn and then what, right? Mm -hmm. So for us in many ways, you know, our then what is this podcast and then moving into equity, diversity and inclusion training development. But, you know, what are some other things you're doing differently because of what you've learned this season? Um, you know, I think there's been, there's been a few things for me. You know, I've said this before, but I was just so surprised to learn about the nuances between all of the extremists and far-right groups. We talk about bias and understanding kind of our own that we have, and that's definitely one of mine. Like, I'm like, all these far-right people are Nazis. Like, it's, that's it. It's done. Like, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Shut the door. One category. Yeah. Conversation over. And they fit right in there. And that's yeah. what I think of them. Yeah. Um, but that's not the case. Like, I remember Mark's interview was our first one. And I remember just sitting there being like, oh, man, well, like, you have a lot to learn, you yeah. know? And I'm always seeking to learn. I'm always seeking to understand so that we can better address these issues because I don't want to be out there being ignorant too, right? Like we need to practice what we preach. And even though it doesn't make any of it right, like those are values I don't agree with. Like we're out here trying to shift from, you know, and like Damon said, like let's not just talk about extremism in the way that we traditionally do, right? But um, I mean, those are values and ideologies like I I'm clearly don't get down with, yeah. but I still need to understand them. And I, sure. you know, I still need to be able to connect to the facts and understand yeah. where they're coming from because none of this work is going to go anywhere if we're not trying to like see the big picture. Yeah. Um, you know, even when I think of, um, I think it was the, 
Dante murder and people started posting about the history of the town and the, uh, you know, the, the racism that, I mean, we know racism is embedded with the police everywhere, right? But people started posting about the town and the history of the town and just like mm, understanding yeah. how these things are cultivated and where all of these different groups are at in their thinking. Um, because then I, I think it helps us kind of do that work um, of not necessarily finding common ground, because I think I'm way past yeah. that at this point. I think there's, yeah, gonna, for real, for real. there's yeah. some people like we are not going to be able to find common ground, right? Um, but in terms of kind of challenging some of these things and understanding where the barriers are so that we could be strategic and what our work is, um, you know, and just understanding how we can address it. So that that is definitely one piece just reflectively for me. Yeah. Like I remember literally sitting in Mark's interview, like, Noelle, you need to look, you just got caught <laughs> like, yeah, having yeah, the highest yeah. thinking, right? Yeah. Um, so that that was one. Um, definitely have ex has expanded my research this season. We, we talked about how extremism wasn't in our wheelhouse really like yeah. at all. Season one, we were more confident. It was, we're in the education field. We've done restorative practice work. Like there was a lot of things that we felt comfortable with, um, you know, it, but this season wasn't so much of that. And then we learned so much through our interviews that we had and um, just different recommendations we had. I've just gone down like rabbit holes of different <laughs> content and materials. Um, and all just the various intersections mm -hmm. of the work, white nationalism, mm -hmm. Christianity, um, you know, peace building and community work. Um, I, I, one of the recommendations that Damon had, I wound up buying the book, which I'm mm -hmm. still waiting on from Amazon, but about- um, They've been <laughs> taking longer though. Like, I'm yeah, like, what happened to two day prime that I pay for? Why are you telling me it's gonna be four days? I don't also, know. I, know I don't wanna admit, but I also don't wanna admit that I'm still using Amazon. So oh, like, yeah. we just told <laughs> ourselves, damn it, Noelle. <laughs> Listen, it was to buy this book, okay? <laughs> edit it out, edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was about like how, um, like uh, black Christianity and how they struggle with um, God and justice and all uh, of these yeah. things that are happening. Just, so just like, you know, a lot of research that that's yeah. come. Um, and then the other piece for me is just really trying to get out into the community more. You know, we've yeah. talked about this uh, between us, like really wanting to make those connections. Um, it was part of what we did the book drive with. And it's just a value that we have wanting to get out into the community and do this work. But um, to quote Patrice, you know, she's like, local is where it's at. And, you know, top-down change should obviously be mandatory for these issues. Yeah. You know, it, mm -hmm. it sends a message for our government. Like Patrice said, she sort of frames it, right? And mm -hmm. there's like a firm stance on just issues of humanity. But mm -hmm. we can't wait for that as a community. I think the more of us that band together and empower one another to stand up to hate and oppression and racism, the more likely that we will make societal progress. So I was like, well, who wants to start a not in our town group? I'm like texting Miranda, like, do you want to start this group? I looked it up there. The closest one is Newport Ritchie. Like, okay, you... I was going to say, I was going to ask you. I'm like, isn't it? <laughs> so who's with me? I mean, come on, let's we need yeah. to do this. I told you I want my sign. I oh my gosh, I think you can just order one without signing I can, a and one. I'm, I'm going to put it out and just maybe see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for those listening, Noelle like has 18 billion ideas and I'm like, slow down, slow down. Like we're going to a no season kind of vibe so we can like refocus. <laughs> She's like, let's do this and let's do this and let's start a not our town group. 
But, you know, all jokes aside, and in all fairness, uh, I think I told you when I went onto their website to just look through it, I was like, I would like to start a group here like that. Yeah. I mean, it speaks to me, right? And I think a lot of the work that we've done with youth and just like justice within like classrooms and equity in education, like, and building community, that really means a lot to me, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I do think that Tampa Bay is due for one. Um, and, and really, you know, we've spoken as well. We've heard way too many questionable things here. You know, I mean, like, I, so, you know, it's not, it's, yeah. it's not California, New York, <laughs> you know. Well, no, and I feel like that's, like, where this pot, I mean, obviously came out of George Floyd, right? But when we think about just transplants being here yep. in Florida, I mean, I think we were both appalled at, like, things in our daily lives yeah. that we were hearing. Um, and it just, it, it's just hard to make sense of, like, it's. Yeah. 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 So I think well, that's interestingly, a lot of why we're here. And maybe if we still, if you were in California, I mean, obviously we wouldn't know each other, but like, yeah. regardless, like when we lived in places where it was, we had more of the same mindset with people, yeah. you kind of take it for granted. And you're here, oh. here in a place like this and you're like, wait, like, yeah. Time, everyone, time out. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone. Okay. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah so. so I don't know. I mean, I do, I do admittedly feel compelled to get involved in politics, like at a community level. So, mm -hmm. so who knows? You might be onto Miranda something. Miranda for city council. No, no. God, no. I can't. Look, I get so nervous just when we start our podcast. I'm like, don't stumble over your words. So I'm like, there's no way I can get I'm up in the back with your cue cards. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't I see. Know. I'm getting so nervous. <laughs> Look, but, you know, I guess we'll see um, what's in store for us um, during our not-so-seasoned season, so. Yeah, and, you know, our message for season two was that we were really trying to call people in rather than call people out. Um, and I thought that it was so timely that on our last interview with Patrice, you know, she mentioned um, how can we push and pull at the same time, which mm -hmm. really spoke yeah. to me in terms of our goals, you know, needing to get information out there, push people to expand their minds, learn new perspectives. You know, maybe we start doing work um, in the community and also start pushing some of the power sources, mm -hmm. you know, to really become change agents with us. Um, you know, also just in order to do this work, you have to be able to pull in too, right? Yeah. Like we're, we're pushing people out of their comfort zones, but you have to be able to also pull in. So how can we foster empathy, um, understanding, you know, how can we build connections together so that we can become more inclusive and more equitable communities for everybody? Yeah. So I'm really excited for what we're headed into. You know, I don't, Miranda and I, like on these breaks, she says I have a lot of ideas, but I'm sorry. I get like the 2 a.m. text messages of all your ideas that it you have. 11.30, maybe 12.30, okay? Okay, well, depending on the night, yeah. So what about this? What about this? <laughs> but you're right, you're right. Um, so, you know, I, I'm excited to see where that goes. And, you know, I, I think a big struggle of ours was always like having all this content that we wanted to talk about but then there's all these current events going on and we want to be able to address it all so i you know i'm i'm really excited for where that's going to go and us being able to connect more with our audience and our listeners mm -hmm. um and just kind of continue to to do this work and continue learning together yeah. so so thank you all so much for joining us for our last episode of season two um catch us on instagram and we'll see you soon and don't forget YouTube. It's new this oh, year. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. See you bye. later. <laughs>
show the Unpack Project some love and be sure to like, subscribe, and review our podcast. You can also check us out on Instagram at the underscore Unpack Project. And if you enjoyed today's episode, visit our website at theunpackedproject.com where you can make a donation that supports the research, production, and operating costs of this work. Shout out to all of our listeners who unpacked with us today. See you next week. Peace.